0: FM News with Tracey Five o'clock at afternoon. The South African National Defence Force is under pressure to explain why unroadworthy vehicles use the country's highways. One person was killed today and another seriously injured after a car drove into the back of an armoured vehicle on the N1 near Asantan. Justice Project South Africa says military vehicles are not exempt from the National Road Traffic Act. Spokesperson Howard Debomsky.
1: That vehicle is definitely over 3,500 kilograms and therefore a Chevron must be fitted to that on a public road. The lack thereof makes that vehicle unroadworthy and it should have been impounded. The National Road Traffic Act and regulations apply to all motor vehicles that are operated on public roads, including military vehicles, who are exempted from certain provisions, but certainly not from having retro-reflective Chevron decals on the back of their vehicles when they're being operated on public roads.
0: A World Championship surfing event at Jeff Prees Bay in the Eastern Cape has been suspended after a shark bumped defending champion Mike Fanning off his surfboard. The Australian was not seriously hurt. Fanning swam ashore and was assisted by a rescue team. He was in the final round of the competition when the shark appeared. It was the sixth leg of the World Surfer League Championships. South African Airways says suggestion of a mistrust at the top levels of SAA is an exaggeration. Airline spokesperson Thladi Thladi was reacting to reports that South African Airways chairperson Dudu Mayeni had allegedly told chief financial officer Wolf May and acting CEO Nico Bazenhout that she no longer trusted them. May apparently used a recording device during a meeting with board members. Thladi says the discovery of the recording device was an isolated incident. He says the related between the board and acting CEO Nico Beisenhout remains solid. Abroad this afternoon, the UN's cultural organization says 14 shrines that were destroyed by jihadists have been replaced. During the takeover of northern Mali by al-Qaeda-linked fighters in 2012, 16 World Heritage-listed ancient shrines were destroyed. UNESCO General Director Irina Bokova says the destruction of cultural heritage is considered a war crime. The BBC's Alex Smith reports.
2: The graves are those of Timbuktu's founding saints. They're venerated by the city's inhabitants, a practice considered blasphemous by fundamentalists. UNESCO's Director General Irina Bokova said she hopes the International Criminal Court will bring charges against those who damage the mausoleums. The extremists also vandalised mosques and burnt ancient manuscripts. UNESCO says it needs a further $8 million to help save Mali's ancient heritage.
0: Back home this afternoon, former president Nelson Mandela's birthday is over, but people are still continuing giving back to their communities. Community members of Morningside in Durban are still rolling up their sleeves to clean up their areas to honour the legacy of Madiba. Local councillor Tlapo says they have cleaned the Umgeni station and local parks to instil a culture of cleanliness in their community.
3: We as ward 27, we gathered today, the councillor, the community of ward 27, for a cleaning campaign. We are cleaning Umgeni corridor. We are also cleaning Westgate Gardens. Uh, the tennis court and along Gogol Road in order to celebrate with the legacy and the spirit of our late actor, Matiwa. To answer that, we love each other, when we compare with each other, we also instill the spirit of love, selflessness, and generosity.
0: Your top story this hour, the South African National Defence Force is under pressure to explain why unroadworthy vehicle uses the country's highways. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlidham. I'll be back with more news at 6.